0: Well hello everybody, I'm running late this week so I apologise if you're getting this podcast later than you normally would. We're doing Matthew chapter 16 verses 21 to 24 and the first question is what do you think people in the community think being a Christian is? So it'd be good again to allow this to be a good conversation opener. People can tell stories of what their family or friends or workmates or whatever might think it is to be a christian people might think it's to be religious or to go to church or to be a nice person or a number of a hundred things so you have a bit of a chat about that because that will open the direction for the study question two recap what has happened in verses 13 to 20 so the reason I'm asking you to recap this is because it's directly linked to what we do today, particularly by verse, by verse 20. Uh, then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. So read over the previous verses, 13 to 20, and just recap, basically. The question there that comes from verse 20, however, is why do you think Jesus wants them to be quiet? So it's a shocking verse in some sense because it's not what we expect. He doesn't want anyone to tell anybody, that he, them to tell anybody that he was the Messiah. Why not have some discussion there on that one? You don't need to come to a conclusion. Just put it out there and let that discussion happen. Question three, what do you think the disciples heard when Jesus said he would rise on the third day? When we hear those words, we understand what he meant, but they didn't understand what he meant. But what do you think they understood? So he, why is it that he says something sort of great, that he's going to be killed, but come alive again? And Peter says, no, that shouldn't happen. What is going on? What would they have thought being, on the third day being raised to life meant? Uh can I say it's probably they would have thought something like, Jesus said he's going to die and go to heaven. Now, that is what they don't want, but they don't see the full picture that we do. But let's have some discussion over that, see what people think that is. Question four. Why do you think Jesus said such harsh words to Peter in verses 22 and 23? Jesus calls Peter Satan and a stumbling block, and that he does not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns so these are pretty strong words from Jesus to his friend Peter. Why would he say such things like this? so have a think through that, but eventually come to the point where um, peter uh, Jesus excuse me is Saying to Peter, a Jesus without a mission of suffering is a mission that is not complete. The suffering we know is absolutely necessary for salvation. If he was not to suffer, there would be no salvation. Now there is a bit of a link here. He says get behind me Satan and think back to chapter 4 of Matthew where Satan tempts Jesus to receive the kingdoms of the world without suffering. There's a there's a, a connection there for sure that will be interesting to explore and talk about. Question five, what does authentic Christianity look like according to verse 24? And verse 24 says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. So I think that this question and the next question and the following question are all the same sorts of questions, but we really need to drill down on this point. What does authentic Christianity look like? Well, let people just sort of discuss that and then go to the next question, question six. What does taking up your cross mean and what does that look like? What would that mean to us today? We have a necklace or something with a cross on it. Is that what it means? Does it mean wearing a cross uh, what does it mean to take up your cross? Noting that in Jesus' time, to take up your cross was a death sentence. It was a offensive and a very confronting picture that they would have often seen. And Jesus is saying to take up your cross again. Question seven is still hanging around that same area. What are we being asked to deny in verse 24? What is it that we are being asked to deny? Is it that we should deny good things? Should we deny comfortable things? Should we deny whatever it might be? What does it say there? It says we should deny ourselves. What is that going to mean? What is that going to look like? Uh, I think really in the end that means that we're denying ourselves the position of being in the driver's seat and putting Jesus in charge. We're going to think a bit more about that on the weekend as we hear in the sermon, but thinking through this now will be really helpful for that. Question eight, when is the Son of Man coming in his kingdom? And this is a surprising one. Let the question be asked, let people respond, because most people will probably say that that's a day that's not known, we can't know that day. But to read the passage carefully, it actually says in verse 27, For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels uh, and then will reward each person according to what they have done. We're asking, when's that going to happen? Verse 28 says, Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Now that either meant that Jesus thought that he was going to return in the lifetime of, of those people back then or something that happens straight something that happens that we know in their lifetime is actually the beginning of the son of man coming in his father's glory that's a tricky question so have a think through that you might even need to look up a commentary or something to see what others are saying the last question is really a diagnostic question about the the confessed christianity that we profess does the Christianity you profess mean taking up your cross? What does that mean for you day by day? This is the question we really need to drill down on. It is the personal question. If people do not leave growth group challenged this time, this week, then we will certainly have not, not hit the mark. They really need to answer the question, what does taking up your cross look like day by day? So I encourage you to really drill down, spend some time on that, give that the best you can. Well, I pray that this particular study is incredibly important for your group, the members of your group, you as a leader, as we consider what authentic Christianity looks like. And thinking through what the world thinks Christianity is limits it to a religious type experience that's in some sense divorced from everyday life. But here we're seeing a life that's given up, a denying of themselves. May we be a church that is a church of self deniers. That would be great. All right. Well, uh, now, growth group leaders, we do have a growth group leaders meeting coming up soon. So keep that in mind. There should be an email come out soon for that, uh, or in the bulletin, it'll be written. So hope things go well. See ya.